everybody. Welcome back to Learn to Adult, the podcast guiding you to adulting better. My name is Abby, and this week we are discuss- we are going to discuss a topic that is very near and dear to my heart and my stomach, meal prep. And I have been meal prepping probably for about four or five months now. I'm by no means an expert, uh, so I reached out and looked for someone who may or may not be an expert. I don't know if she would qualify herself as that, but this week I have Remy with us. Hi, Remy. Hi. Hi. Okay, so you, uh, I reached out looking for people who are meal preppers. You are a meal prepper. Um, how long have you been prepping meals? Okay. <laughs> Sounds like I'm like a doomsday prepper. I know, that's, I was that. thinking the exact same thing as I was saying it. Okay, hold on. Let's lead into first with, with people who don't know what it is. Meal prepping uh, is basically preparing meals weekly for yourself. Like all on Sunday or whatever day you prep food. Like in Tupperware yeah. containers. Like, yeah. Yeah, so like, it's you're go either going to make like the whole dish or make components of a meal or snacks, whatever you're going to kind of do to prepare for the week or for the next couple of days to make your life easier. Yes. Um so. I've been meal prepping for like a year and a half-ish. Oh wow. I I envy you. Yeah, it, it's you get to a certain point where you start meal prepping and you're like, "I've got this." And then you hit kind of that slump where you're like, "I don't know if I've got this." Like, yeah. Uh, it goes through cycles where you're like, okay, I'm all motivated. And then, I don't know, I think it takes finding something new, a new recipe, something that you want to make, and it kind of gets you reinvigorated. Oh, yeah. And I love the um, the one picture you see all the time of, like, just containers of stuff with a pizza shoved in it. Where it's like, yeah. this is me meal prepping. <laughs> yeah. Or cut a cake into, like, 12 slices, and that's meal hey, prepping man. for the week. Hey, man, I'm on board with that. <laughs> What's for lunch today? More cake. <laughs> so yeah, so it's basically just kind of, and it's a good way to like save money, first of all, because mm-hmm. you're buying stuff in bulk, right? Yep. And yep. yeah, and that's what yep. I do. I just buy a bunch of chicken, just like all of the chicken. Yeah. And you freeze it and then you just take out the portions that you need and make that for the week. And then you still have chicken. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So before we get into that, I want to say, so you've been prepping for about his prepping. I keep saying prepping, and you're right. It does sound like a doomsday prepper. So you have yeah. beans and Russian language books. Um, uh, so, okay, so you've been meal prepping for about a year and a half. Now, what is what is your job? What are you meal prepping to take to haul off to your wonderful job? What are you doing? So I work in a really remote area. Um, I'm an operations research analyst for the Army. So That means that it's kind of a combination of industrial engineering and advanced statistics. And so I do quantitative analysis on future combat systems. That's fascinating. It's a job that almost nobody's heard of, which is kind of cool. I love those jobs. I love the jobs where you're just like, I didn't know, like, it makes sense that you do that, but I never thought that, hey, there's someone that's doing that. So, yeah, you know, cool. Like, I don't yeah. know. I, I could probably talk to you like for the whole podcast about that, but that's not why we're here. <laughs> no, uh, not today. But no, anyway, no. so I work at a really, I work at a really remote location. It's a missile range and yes. the options to eat on post are Subway or at the bowling alley, which is basically just fried food. <laughs> uh, hot dogs and French fries again. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah, I get it. And Subway can gets old real fast. Um, yep. And so my job also has a really cool benefit of working for the army. We get some time to go work out during lunch if we want to. Mm -hmm. And so if I bring my lunch, then I can kind of have a working lunch at my desk after going to the gym during lunch. Yes. 
And that's the other secret awesome bonus of meal prepping is it's also very healthy for you. Yeah. Yes, because, yeah, I know. And then so uh, the subreddit I kind of haunt as a, you know, meal prepper is like meal prep Sundays. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's always the, does anyone know how to hear how to make anything other than chicken, rice, and broccoli? And I mean, it's a good joke, but chicken, rice, and broccoli is delicious. So it is delicious. <laughs> I'm actually, my favorite though, is to make soup and bring that for the week, Ooh, which is soup. not chicken, rice, and broccoli. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, I mean, it could be if you were getting really creative, but yeah, no soup sounds really good. Every time we talk about food on the podcast, I just start getting really hungry, even though I've just eaten dinner. Like, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about food forever. Um, okay. So let's, let's just kind of get into like the nitty gritty of what you like. So what would you need if you were just fresh faced person? And I'm like, I'm going to go meal prep. What are like the first things you need? Okay. So well, you need a kitchen. That's the first thing step one. Step, step one, one, have kitchen. Gotcha. Yes. Then definitely Tupperware. Like, mm. It doesn't matter if it's, like, a ton of Tupperware, lots of little ones. Just Tupperware that looks like it's about the size of food that you want to eat. It's especially easy if the Tupperware stacks into each other, because then when you're cleaning up, it makes it much easier. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm a fan of glass Tupperware, but right now we basically have only plastic in my house. It doesn't really matter. It's just the glass, I think, lasts longer. Uh, and I think it's easier for me, um, glass Tupperware and stuff like much easier to clean Yeah, because you just kind of rinse it out and you don't get to have to get worried about like if it's like porous or something. Cause I, I don't know about you, but I've got like three glad Tupperware things that have spaghetti stains around the edges cause you can't scrub it out. But, yeah, that's exactly it. It turns like orange. It's kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah, because then you're, like, trying to eat something that's not orange. You're like, I don't know if this is good for me. Like, uh. But, okay, so we need kitchen. We need our Tupperware, either glass. Something that's probably microwavable as well because that usually saves a step, too. Like, something that you can just microwave out of the Tupperware. Exactly. And, I mean, you don't need a ton of kitchen equipment at all. Mm -hmm. Um, You just – I have some friends that have, like, one pot, one pan, a knife – and a wooden spoon and they can meal prep. So you don't need that much, but having some kitchen equipment, a cutting board is nice. Yes. Um, and taking the time, I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to meal prepping is you have to decide what you want to eat. Yeah. And so if you're going to be really indecisive about it, then I think it's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Cause you have to commit to at least a couple meals of the same thing. Oh yeah, it's gotta be a. It's gotta be like okay for three days. I'm eating this. That's what yeah. I'm eating. The end. I find it really easy actually just to make like one thing for lunch for the week, mm-hmm. or to make a base thing for lunch for the week and then add change the sauces around or something like that. And then I don't do the same thing for dinner. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, I'm a big fan of switching around sauces where it's like I have the same thing in here. Like it's like beef or turkey and meatballs or whatever and one of them's got like mango chutney sauce or something Mm -hmm. on it and the other one's got barbecue and the other one's like Thai peanut you know so it's like it feels different the sauce really just changes your whole your whole bowl dynamic it sounds ridiculous but it really does it really does work though that's I think the biggest thing is like one day you're like oh I'm having like a honey sriracha sauce and then the next day it's chicken satay so like it feels different even though it's still chicken and rice (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah so, okay, so you're in your kitchen, you're standing there with, 
like you've you've gone grocery shopping it's like okay well i've got like my chicken I've, and let's just say it's like this is the basics for right now but it's just like okay well i've got my giant head of broccoli and i've got my chicken i've got my rice like what what does it look like when you're doing it because to me it's basically a giant tornado of chaos of okay this is cooking and this is cooking and this is going on yeah and i've dirtied every dish in that ki- in the kitchen well yeah it's always a giant tornado of chaos but that's not bad I think that it's, um, I don't know, usually when I'm walking through the supermarket with my list, figuring out what I need to buy, I kind of also mentally go in my head and I'm like, okay, I need to roast Brussels sprouts. I need to do whatever things I'm going to do. And Mm -hmm. so like take this Sunday, for example, I um, was making honey sriracha Brussels sprouts because they're one of my favorite things. And Mm -hmm. I was making these peanut butter and jelly protein balls for breakfast they sound kind of strange but they're really good it's on the whole foods website uh okay i'm looking that up immediately i'm literally yeah. writing it down right now <laughs> um, go ahead yeah go ahead but, sorry i'm yay pb and j yeah they're really good and so for me like i cut up all the brussels sprouts and put them all into the oven and then i pulled out the food processor and started to make the peanut butter balls while those were cooking and like i could take a break from that and just check the brussels sprouts and like kind of go back and forth and so starting with the thing that's going to take the longest so you kind of end relatively quickly right spending like five hours meal prepping is not fun (laughs) no no because then you're just exhausted and you're not eating any food because you're like well i guess my fridge is stocked i'm gonna go take a nap exactly so trying to keep it i try to keep it to like two hours max and get everything i can done in that amount of time Oh yeah, and then there's a certain there's a certain level of especially like the first couple of times you do something. If you have like if you're not an expert cook, like I found that you know, you get your recipes and it goes, "Okay, well it's going to take this long to cook this and this long to cook this." You almost have to like time it strategically, like, "Okay, well I I mean, it seems ridiculous, but you almost need to like write down times. Like if you think that you can't keep everything straight in your head, it's like, "Okay, I'm putting the chicken in the oven at this time and the Brussels sprouts on the pan at this time." Absolutely. And, and eventually it's sort of, it's a dance that you just sort of learn with your kitchen. Yeah. I mean, that's actually, that's also what my mom used to do for holidays when we would have a lot of people coming over. Yes. She'd have those like lists out with all the times and everything. And that works for meal prepping, for making lunches, whatever you're going to do. That's, I mean, that's oh, yeah. the easiest thing. It's, it's a lesson in multitasking, if anything, like a crash course almost, because you start getting stuff going and there's no turning back. You've got 15 pans going and you're like, oh, there's no bailing. Yeah, so. that's exactly it. And also, you can always know that if something starts to burn or something, just take it off the heat. Take it out of the oh, oven. Yeah. Just take a second. You're not going to burn down your whole kitchen because you burned your yeah. mushrooms. Like, yeah. it's going to be okay. Yeah. And then like a lot of the times, and I've... I did a couple episodes on cooking and it was basically the, the stressed point was you're going to make mistakes. And this is kind of where the don't cry over spilled milk. So don't cry over burnt mushrooms. Like, yeah, that's exactly crap it. happens in the kitchen and it's just like, Oh, well, I guess I'm not putting mushrooms in my bowl anymore. Scrap. Exactly. So. Um, I mean, everybody's been mistakes. I have two roommates and they have both also made their fair share of horrible dishes or things that they would rather not be eating. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've definitely made a couple, like, and this wasn't even, like, a mistake. It was just, like, I found a recipe that I thought would be cool and I thought would be good for meal prepping. And it was just, like, the third day of eating, it was, like, I am so done eating this. It's, like, I can't. I'm so glad this is the last one. I'm never making this again. What am I doing? Like, you're just shame eating it. Like, ah, what have I done? (laughs) I felt that so many times 
I tried to make one time, it was a like buffalo chicken spaghetti squash. So it sounds healthy and good, right? Yeah. And it wasn't. Oh. It was just, it was just an epic failure. Oh, that definitely seems like something I would try to make thinking that I could trick my husband into eating healthy and it would just come out a big sad mess. It that smells was... like buffalo chicken, but what it is is not not okay. <laughs> but that was exactly what it was. It was I was trying to get my boyfriend to eat vegetables. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that seems about that seems like kind of like the experimenting when I was trying to get my husband to eat quinoa. I was just like, if I just sneak it into stuff, but quinoa is a lot harder because it kind of just looks like bugs sometimes. You're just like, yeah. here you go. Like, no, what is this? No. Yeah, that's exactly it. I've, I've had that exact experience. Yep. So, okay. So what day now? Okay. Do you work like nine to five? Like, are you Monday through Friday or do you have like a different kind of schedule? Um, so I have kind of a weird schedule. I work, so I work a compressed schedule. So it's nine hours a day for nine of the 10 days of like, so take two weeks, it's yeah. 10, 10 days of working. I work nine hours, nine days. Oh. And so I get the 10th day off, which is great. Um, but it also means that I work six thirty in the morning to four every day. Gotcha. So, okay. So with a strange schedule like that, like the not nine to five, which I find basically like not your specific schedule, but most people have weird, strange schedules. Like it's more often that you find people with not nine to five jobs than like Monday through Friday, nine to five jobs. So when do you find time to like meal prep? Like you said, you only keep it to two hours, but do you do it on your day off on a day after your work? What do you do? Um, I do it usually on Sundays. Gotcha. Um, usually on Sundays, if I need to do more then I'll do it on like Tuesday or Wednesday, Mm -hmm. but I try to keep it as much not during the week as I can just because by the time I come home from work, go to the gym or do whatever I need to do. Um, yeah. The last thing I really want to do is stand in front of a stove for an hour. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm going to go home and have a giant tornado of chaos in my kitchen. Yeah, exactly. The worst part about meal prepping, I think, is the cleanup. Actually, yes. <laughs> is, yes. You're like, oh, I feel so accomplished. My my refrigerator looks so good. And then you look <laughs> at the sink. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like you can. Because that's one of my favorite, like, visuals of you got all your meal prepping and you've stacked all of your things real nice and you're like, these are all of my meals. And then you look at your sink and it's just sadness. Exactly. I try to clean along the way. Sometimes it works better than others. Like, that. that's a plan that really works when you're cooking regular dinner. Yeah. But, like, when you're trying to do the meal prepping thing, because, like you said, you're trying to, once you get to a certain point, you're trying to keep it as you're trying to cook as many things at the same time as you can so there's not really time to stop and scrub a pan it's just like i'll put this here and i'll get it later and that becomes a giant pile so yeah the the one thing that i found actually that helps with that some is that i so since i have roommates i try to not be the like messiest person in the house (laughs) yes it sometimes works but um (laughs) I try to reuse the same pan. So okay, yeah. if I've like made Brussels sprouts and then I need to like put make chicken, I'll just rinse out the pan, use a paper towel, like clean it out mm-hmm. and then just use it again. Oh yeah. Cause it, and a lot of time, especially like if you're cooking meat or something like that, all that oil is perfect. Exactly. Like, it's good for cooking other things. In. Like a lot of times you can like brown onions and then you put your meat in and then you take them out and you can put, uh, your vegetables in it, and actually, it tastes a lot better that way. <laughs> just yeah, like, it's cooked get, all together. 
It's layers of flavor then. <laughs> layers of flavors. Very fancy. <laughs> yeah, that I get that from watching Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just like, hi, this is my meal prep for the day. It's an explosion of flavor. <laughs> exactly. So okay, so okay, so you prep and you do the whole thing. So now you've been prep. You've said again. I keep repeating this, but you've been prepping for like a year and a half. But when did you like feel comfortable? Like <laughs> earlier last week? Like <laughs> two months in? <laughs> I think that it kind of goes in waves. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I've totally got this down. It's all working out really well. And then I'll make Mm -hmm. something that's an epic failure. So I think that it's just kind of been a learning process of realizing, like, not everything I make is going to be good. Mm -hmm. But um, I guess I've got more comfortable in the last, like, six months or so. Right. Just kind of realizing that I need to take a little bit of time and look for recipes and Making a list at the grocery store. Once I started doing that, that helped a lot. Oh yeah, definitely. <sighs> like the list. The list. If if I go shopping without a list, I just end up with just, you know, cake and pizza. It's like here's my, here's what I'm eating. This yeah, it. I end up with just like, like lots of like fancy cheese. Ooh yeah, the fancy <laughs> cheese aisle at my Kroger just has my number. Yeah, so I'll just get lots of different things that actually have no relevancy to each other that's fantastic (laughs) um okay so let's i feel like we've like just jumped all over all of the steps so okay so we go our kitchen we've got all of our tupperware we're cooking all of our things now how long do you usually prep for like do you have like a certain number of days that you usually try to cook for yourself is it just for the full week or so i think that you could prep like make meals for two i think you could do up to two weeks Mm-hmm. I would shy away from doing anything more than that just because it gets kind of gross. Yeah, um, vegetables get kind of mushy. Yeah, not the best if you do that. So no. usually for me, I try to do four or five breakfasts and four or five lunches. Yes. Um, On Sundays. And then I also usually make a plan for dinner. Mm-hmm. So, like, tonight I went to Whole Foods over the weekend and I have a thing of soup. And so I'm going to have half of that tonight and half of it tomorrow. It's not like it's a, I didn't do anything for it, but I made the plan that that was what I was going to eat. Hey, as long as you've got a plan and you're sticking to it, that's all that the universe needs. Exactly. Um, So what, okay. So usually when I prep, I usually do, um, I usually just do lunch because it's easier to just kind of throw in my bag and take and like heat up and then sit and eat, do whatever as I'm working. Um, but breakfast has always kind of eluded me. I've tried to go the breakfast burrito route, and I, f- I feel like I've never quite nailed it. I've never uh, gotten the breakfast burrito route. Yeah. Actually, I like, yeah. I have, like, three or four go-to breakfast things. One is Jamie Oliver um, smoothie pancakes, Ooh. like blender pancakes. They're super easy. Another okay. thing is, like, I make these lemon protein bars okay and they're really good um or the or i make shakes like i've never done the breakfast burrito route i'm just not can't get into that um yeah also i just have a weird thing that i don't really like the idea of eggs that have been sitting in the refrigerator like cooked like that for a week it kind of grosses me out that makes sense Um, but Uh, yeah a a lot of people like it (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, eggs are one of those things where it's just like after if you put them in the freezer and you get it done right. And this is where I kind of fumble, too, is the eggs, because after a little while you've reheated it in the microwave. 
and it's just like eh, it's very rubbery but i yeah. think if you do the toaster oven route apparently it's a lot better but i don't have a toaster oven and apparently that's weird i don't know i've just never owned one yeah so i don't i don't have one of those at work and so for me it's more about like portability like i bring it to work and then i'll have breakfast like in the car or on the way to work yeah um, but the other big thing that I, I forgot to mention this the other big thing that i always prepare is like i have a healthy snacks shelf and a healthy snacks drawer in my fridge yes and that's the biggest lifesaver Ooh, yes so like you go get a bag of almonds say or trail mix or parmesan crisps or whatever you're into mm-hmm. and there's a serving size on the back it tells you how much you should be eating yeah <laughs> like this shocking thing that's already there and so I pull out a handful of Ziploc bags and I'll just take a food scale and measure out all the servings. Yeah. And then you throw those all on a shelf and then you can just take different snacks every day. So even if you make chicken piccata for lunch and you're having that every single day for a week, you can have different snacks. So Oh yeah. And that's things. And I know that like from a certain standpoint, like I know that there'd be some people who are like, You're doing what? You're bagging and you're doing all like it seems like really neurotic. But it's, it's like one of those future you things. Like you are being a bro for your future self. Like here, buddy, I have all this done for you. So you can like sleep in an extra, I don't know, 10 minutes or something. And now you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner all ready to go. You don't have to think about it. I'll think about it now. You think about it. Not at all. So that's exactly it. Yeah. And, it's great. Yeah. And even, um, even just pulling out like fruits and vegetables and being like, okay, I'm just going to cut these up in a certain way or whatever. It, it just works. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's deceptively simple. Cause, and it's definitely one of those things where like, if you're learning, just like, if you're just learning to cook, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's a great way to practice what you're doing. Because if you're trying to learn how to cook chicken, what better way than to just cook a lot of chicken? Exactly. So it's just like, I've cooked all of this chicken. Now what do I do with it? So it's, it's great to be able to like put it in the fridge or if you start making freezer meals or something like that, it's definitely like, okay, now I've learned to cook ch- chicken because I've made 47, you know, chicken thighs, which is a ridiculous number. But yeah, it's just like, okay, I figured it out and you can crack it in an afternoon. It's perfect. Yeah. That would be a lot of chicken thighs though. Oh, uh, I, I love, I'm a chicken thigh kind of person, like uh, over, um, chicken breast. I like dark meat over white meat. <laughs> so it's just one of those, whenever I make it, I always feel like I need to make like a whole bunch more. It's just like, I need all of the chicken thighs. Yeah. I always make way too much, way too much. Yeah. I, I get that. The actually something that I found recently that's been really helpful is if you just buy a pound of chicken, that's four servings. Yeah. And I mean, that's something that I should have known, but it makes it very easy. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And also with that, it's just like, I mean, I totally forgot where my train of thought was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know how to, I don't know how to hint you there. Yeah. Where you're going. Yeah. I, hey, man, I do it all the time. I do it most of the time on this podcast, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and train of thought derailed. Um, okay, well, I will have a completely, like, random off-the-wall question that almost doesn't really have a lot to do with meal prep, but you say you like Brussels sprouts. Here's my question for you. Did you eat those as a kid and enjoy them? No. Okay, see, me neither, and I know that Brussels sprouts are making some sort of, like, there's some sort of Brussels sprouts renaissance happening right now, and I cannot brave myself to taste them. What is the best way to eat Brussels sprouts, in your opinion? 
Okay, so the best Brussels sprouts I ever had were at this restaurant in Tucson. Okay. And that kind of converted me because instead of being like like all gross, mm-hmm. they were spicy and yummy and delicious. Okay. Um, the thing with Brussels sprouts, don't steam them, don't boil them, don't do that to them because it releases some sort of gas and it just smells terrible. Okay, that makes um, sense. <laughs> I roast them or I cook them on the saute them on the stove. And if you're, like, new to Brussels sprouts, have them with bacon. <laughs> oh, I and, think if you're new to anything, you should have it with bacon. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and also, my favorite way to have Brussels sprouts is with, like, a honey sriracha glaze. And so I'll make a sauce with some sriracha, olive oil, lemon juice, garlic, um, salt, and pepper. And mm-hmm. you just throw that all over them. And there is nothing bad about that sauce. And it just kind of makes everything about it so much better. Okay, yeah, because that's just definitely one of those things that I think I need to, like, jump into because it feels – it's one of those, like, weird things that I feel like a child about. I was like, oh, gross, Brussels sprouts, meh. So, yeah, like... I felt that way. And then I looked at my life and was just like, wow, I eat three vegetables. I really need to, to eat more of those. Yeah, I definitely did that too. Like, I started with, like, broccoli and then obviously the next thing was, like, cauliflower because it's a real easy jump. But yeah, it was just like, I need to try more vegetables because I don't want to be that person. It's like, I don't yeah. eat any of these things. Gross. So yeah, Brussels sprouts is on my like weird bucket list. Like It's like, I need to try them and I don't want to hate them when I do. So okay. Sauteed, bacon. I, I like both those words. Yeah. So I, I like them crispy. And so roasting them, I think is better because you can get them like, I cut them kind of small and I roast them until they get all like super crispy. Excellent. I In- will... 100% try that. Yeah, in our house, that's like a snack. We'll just make a big tray of them and it will be gone every night without fail. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, my dad's like gotten really into it and it's just one of those. I think, I don't know how on board anyone else in the family was for a while, but I think my mom has just like begrudgingly started eating them. She's like, okay, I guess yeah. this is my life now. Yay, Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, I'm like, no, I'll take whatever you made for the little girls. Like, I will eat whatever those are. Oh, mashed potatoes. Yay. Um, but okay. So steering us back to uh, prep meal prep. Um, what is like, I know we've kind of talked about it, but like, what's like a big lesson that you've learned over meal prep? I don't know if if that, that could be like some sort of existential life thing about you. Like, Oh, I'm terrible at at multitasking or something with cooking. Like it's a very wide open question. Um, don't make things you don't like. And I know that sounds really obvious, Right. But it's only like meal prepping or like any sort of adult habit, I think, really only works if it's manageable for you. And so if you're meal prepping for the kind of person you want to be, you're not going to want to eat it. Yes. Necessarily. Meal prep for the kind of person you are. Like whether you want to incorporate more vegetables, incorporate them maybe in a tomato sauce or in something that you do enjoy eating. (laughs) So like so if you're say me, don't prep a whole bunch of uh sauteed bacon Brussels sprouts for like the next week if you haven't even tried them. Exactly. It's yeah. Like, oh, this is terrible. Oh god, what have I done? Well, okay, so going back to soup because that's just like my favorite thing. And also it's not winter anymore. Um officially. Hooray. <laughs> officially. It was 85 degrees here today actually. Oh, so jealous. We had like freezing okay. rain. I hate Ohio so much. 90, actually. I just got it. Gross. (laughs) Um, But it's – so I had made this, like, carrot soup a couple weeks ago, months ago. Okay. 
And it wasn't that good. Ugh. And it was one of those things where it was like there were a bunch of spices in it that I didn't really like. And so why would I have really loved the soup, you know? Yeah. So make things that you really like. And don't be afraid to try things because worst comes to worst is you invite some friends over who will eat anything and you just feed it to them. Oh, I think we all have that friend where it's just like, hey, do you want to come eat some stuff? Yes, I'm already on the way. I'm in the car. (laughs) I'm over. Carrot soup, score. I have a couple of friends. I have one friend who is a real trooper when I was learning how to cook, like all sorts of different things. And she would come over and just eat anything. Oh, yeah. You need that friend. You also need the like kind of like brutally honest friend who's just like, no, girl, this is... This is bad. bad. Whoa, don't make this for anyone else. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, I've definitely served stuff to like guys before and they're like, oh, it's good. So I'm like, oh, well, it's fine. And then you serve it to a friend and they're like, you've got to stop making this. They only say that because they want you to like them. It's just like, oh, okay, (laughs) I will stop making this. Yeah. Okay. So I, I don't know. I think I've exhausted my question and I'm now officially super hungry. Oddly for Brussels sprouts a little bit, which is strange. Um, <laughs> you have to let me know how, like, how it goes. I will 100% let, let you know. I'll just like send you like a puke face emoji. Like, no, this is terrible. <laughs> um, but okay. Do you have like any like, imp- like departing words of wisdom about, about meal prep? Um, I guess just the biggest thing is just try new things. Like, I, the way that I don't get bored is that I'm always looking for new recipes. I'm always thinking about like what kinds of foods I like and if I can make them in a healthier way. Yeah. And for me, meal prepping has been really great about to, for portion control, for saving money, for everything. And so go do it. <laughs> Google stuff and go do it. Oh, yeah. It's definitely – and it's definitely at least worth giving a shot because you'll either really like it or you'll really hate it. Like it's – meal That's prep true. is – meal prep I found is like – Kind of like it's not cultish, but it's definitely one of those things where people look out and look at you from the outside and be like, "What's wrong with you?" It's like, "No, this is great. This is the best plan in the whole world. I swear, do it." It do is it. actually. My parents came to visit a few weeks ago, and also I have two roommates, and we all meal prep. And one of my roommates is vegan, actually, and he he meal preps like all the time. And my mom opened our refrigerator and looked in and saw all of the <laughs> Tupperware containers, <laughs> and she was just like, "Wow." you guys really are grownups. <laughs> and it was just like this moment of, re- of realizing that we'd grown up <laughs> because oh, we could nice. cook. Oh, I definitely think like if you've got three people meal prepping and you have all of your Tupperware all lined up in the fridge, that would definitely look like a doomsday prepper. I guarantee it. Like, it's just like, uh, what, what are you guys doing in here? It's like, no, these yeah. are all of our meals for the rest of the week. Nothing so strange. Going back, to, going back to where we started, meal prepping is basically the same thing as doomsday prepping. I'm a big fan of being full circle. So I think we've done it. I think we've successfully come full circle. I think so. All right. Well, thank you very much, Remy, for being, uh, p- for playing ball here with the uh, the meal prep discussion. Yeah, it was really uh, great to talk to you. Oh, fantastic. Okay, everyone, thank you very much for joining me this week. If you guys want to ask me a thousand questions about meal prep, because I know I had a thousand questions when I started, you can email me at learntoadult at gmail.com. I also have a Facebook group or on Twitter at Learn to Adult. And you can subscribe to me on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Basically, anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find me because I like to spiderweb everywhere. And if you could leave me an iTunes review, that would be great. So, all right. Uh, I will see you guys next week with uh, some more exciting top- topics. I think we're talking about networking this next week, and I'm very excited. So, I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.